Hi, this is Lawrence Krauss, and you're listening to the CA. There's no expiation for the generations of misery and suffering that religion has inflicted in this way and continues to inflict, and I still haven't heard enough apology for it. Christopher, I've, I've got to call you down on refer, referring to circumcision as genital mutilation. My son cried more at his first haircut than he did at his bris. And statistically... You weren't doing it right then. <laughs> statistically, the, the only long-term effect that it seems to have on people is it increases their chances of winning a Nobel Prize. I can't, um, I can't find the... the um compulsory uh, mutilation of the genitals of children are subject for humor in that way, or flippancy in that way. Maimonides says very plainly that it's designed to repress uh, sexual pleasure, to deprive us, uh, a, ma a male child as far as possible of the opportunity of that. Uh, the full excision, um, uh, not just the snip or the, the, mind, the full mandatory, mandatory covenant is fantastically painful. Uh, leads to trauma, um, leads to the dulling of the sexual uh, relationship, and uh, can be in itself life-threatening at that moment. We have the records, I can show them to you, of hundreds and hundreds and hundreds in the United States of uh, boy babies who've died or, or had life-threatening infections as a result of this disgusting practice. That you, that a person as humane as yourself, can sit here and, be, and think of that as a fit subject for humor shows what I mean. Religion makes morally normal people say and do disgusting and wicked things. And you've just proved my point. For Welcome to The CA, a podcast about news, current events, and commentary on all things atheism from a Canadian perspective. This podcast carries the explicit tag and wears it like a motherfucking badge of honor. So if you get offended, switch off. The CA records each Sunday live from Apostasy Studios. For more, please visit our Facebook page for the latest news, updates, and previews on some upcoming shows. You can email us at thecaatrogers.com, and if we're amused or tweaked by your email, we'll use it on the show. And now, here are Michael and Dean. All right, here we go. Welcome to the CA. Today is Monday. Jay, what the fuck is January 15th? Is it? Yes. Yes. 15th. It's payday. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Well, at least for some of us. Shit, I didn't get paid. Oh, well. <laughs> Hi there, I'm Michael. I'm Dean. Uh, episode 40. Four zero. Four zero. Look at that. 40. It's crazy. Can't believe we're still doing this shit. I know. We're coming up quick on our first year anniversary. How, how come I nobody stopped us yet? Exactly. <laughs> so how come uh, Bill, what was it? Uh, uh, Bill, no, not Bill. Section two, 296, the uh -huh. Canadian Criminal Code. Our, oh, our, bl right, our blasphemy right, right, law, yeah, our blasphemy law, yeah, yeah. They should have busted down the door a long time ago. Yeah. Well, there's only seven people that listen to this thing, so dragged away, dragged us away in white, uh, no. white, white coats. Yeah. Uh, well, that hasn't happened yet. So that's a good thing. Yeah. So we'll keep going. We'll keep going till that happens. <laughs> if there's like a huge drought, where all of a sudden you don't hear from us for like a really long time, <laughs> we might be in jail. Probably not. A padded cell, not necessarily yeah. jail. Yeah. So we are we are coming. Well, if we lived in Egypt, it'd be a different story. Yeah. If we lived in Egypt, if we lived in Egypt, or any other shithole. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yes, yes, we're going to go there. Um, but you, uh, I, I from a shithole country. I fucked it up. Apparently, I fucked it up. 
Because I was gonna, I was gonna say coming to you today from the shithole of Whitby, Ontario. Yeah. And I fucked up. Anyway. Why can't we have more people from Norway? <laughs> like a fucking Norwegian would come to Canada. Yeah. They or pardon a... me, like a Norwegian might come to Canada. Yeah. No fucking Norwegian is going to go to the U.S. Yeah. Give up universal health care. I think they have like a... Free school. Yeah. It, yeah. You college university. Yeah. Basically, as long as you can do it, as long as you prove you can do it, it's free. Yeah. I think it's uh, when you start... When you start a job, when we start a career, it's it's a mandated four weeks holidays a year. I thought it was five. Oh, it may be five. I thought it was four. I think it's five. Okay. That's even better. So, <laughs> and universal health care, all that shit. Yep. Sure. They are fucking lining up to go to the U.S. Oh, please let us in. Please let us in to your <laughs> shithole. Um, it's, un- it's absolutely unbelievable. Um, and now, did you hear what happened just today? No, well... So now they're saying he didn't say he didn't say shithole. <laughs> yeah, he did. He said, what the fuck did he say? It was um, it was something else. It was like shit storm or what, shit. It takes three days for them to come up with that one. Yeah, exactly. And one and of the both Republicans and Democrats said that he said it. No, no. And one of the motherfuckers, uh, one of the um, Republicans, Cotton, uh, re- like Representative Cotton. Mm hmm. Um, said this is he he said this uh, I think it was reported on the uh, raw story reported it that he didn't hear Trump's racial slur but he's certain Dick Durbin is lying <laughs> the one who the one who came out and said yeah. yes he said it he said it repeatedly um, so this guy Cotton didn't hear it no I didn't hear it but he's lying but, but that guy can't be telling the truth <laughs> no fuckhead um, oh, should I also, also say to our American uh, listeners, happy MLK Day. Yes. Uh, or Martin Luther King Jr. Day. Um, it should be a national holiday. It is in the U.S. No, not for everybody. Not for everybody. But Trump was on the golf course today. <laughs> um, I saw that they, they showed a couple of pictures. Um, Any excuse. Yeah, apparently um, Barack Obama was working in a soup kitchen. In mm-hmm. uh, in Chicago, mm-hmm. where he's from, mm-hmm. obviously, and uh, they showed a picture of uh, Trump swinging the wrenches. So I thought that that was pretty. Uh, he doesn't. I was saying this to Shannon. He doesn't give a fuck about anything, anybody. Fuck everyone and everything. Yep. Um, I'm the president. Fuck you, and that's all there is to it. He just doesn't. And and fuck the world. I mean, yeah. like he like like. He's not even on, trying anymore. He's yeah. not even trying anymore. Keeps on pumping coal and natural gas and all that yeah. shit. Just, just, just kill the world because it's going to make he's me He's not even, he's not even faking it anymore. So, uh, yeah, I, I think that, um, and yet, and yet, uh, I put a, I put a post on this on Facebook about it, right? There hasn't been, the fact that there was an absolute immediate universal condemnation from fucking everybody, fuck everybody, although... I have to interrupt myself. Um, what's his name? Um, Sleepy. Uh, the the HUD secretary. What the hell's his name? Doctor. Oh, Ben Carson. Mm. I call him oh, Sleepy because he yeah. always looks like he's he always looks like he's fighting narcolepsy. Um, he came out. He he gave a speech today, mm. saying that he didn't agree with what Trump said. He's like he's basically he's like he said, I'm part of this administration but I don't agree with everything this animation says or the way they say it, oh. which I found fascinating because I figured he was 
one of the one of the the uh, the members of the Captain Rubber Backbone Club. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I I didn't expect him to stand up to Trump in any way, shape, or form. Um, but he did, and that's good. Yeah. But there should have been universal condemnation. Everyone should have been running for a microphone with a reporter saying, "This guy's a fuckhead. Doesn't speak for me. But, doesn't speak for America." Blah 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 blah. I mean, how much? Maybe leave out the fuckhead part. How much they, more? <laughs> evidence do we need that he's a racist bigoted misogynistic asshole none but why isn't he why why isn't he being impeached yet okay my 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 hypothesis is the republicans because they control everything the republicans are not going to even think about impeachment as long as they think trump can be their puppet to push through their agenda that's my thought. And if he gets to a but, point where he's either... And at first I thought where they can't control is he him. pushing through... Like, what has he done? Well, What's their agenda and what has he done to advance that? Well, he got their tax bill through. Is that a Republican tax bill? It's a rich person's tax bill. It's not necessarily I, Republican. It was more... I think it was more... Well, it's certainly more Republicans like it than Democrats, for sure. But, I mean, that's their big win, right? Uh, apparently, t- Apparently today... Uh, they're pending the legislation that either will go before our Congress for a vote or Trump will sign the executive order, ending uh, ending any kind of uh, immigrant uh, immigration lottery, and it's all going to be merit based. Yeah, yeah, that's stupid merit. Yeah. So, eh, yeah, the whole thing it's 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 ridiculous. I am so there. There isn't a day, there isn't a day, that I, that I wake up and I don't look at the 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 shitstorm that's going on south of the border and want to run outside, even though it's minus 800,000 today, um, and just kiss the ground and say, thank you, Canada, for just being here yeah. and the fucking randomness that I was born into Canada. Yeah. Uh, because it's just so it's just so much better. Now, the, the, going back to what I put on the Facebook post, right? Basically because um, uh, Cuomo, I can't remember the fucking guy's name now, Mike Cuomo? Uh, something like that. Chris. Chris Cuomo. Yeah. Yeah. He said, he was talking about, oh, you know, greatest, greatest country, you know, greatest country in the world. I'm like, no. Uh-uh. Eh. Sorry. <laughs> and I listed a couple, a couple of things, you know, I'm like all the mass shootings uh, that, that you've brought up a couple of times really poignantly. Um, the, uh, the mass shootings and universal health care and <laughs> Trump and said, you know, sorry, you know, is America, you know, a great place? Sure. Have I have friends there? Love them dearly. I like visiting, uh, but best in the world? No, no, sorry. no, no. It, in any metric that you measure. Oh uh, well, I mean they have technically, they have more freedoms than we do. Right? Uh, uh, yeah, but I mean, it's like it cannot be at the top of any list. It will not be number one, except for in like you know racism, maybe. <laughs> 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 and the most yeah. and the winner is uh do you want that award we'll just pass we'll pass thanks we'll pass and even even that like it's it's certainly entrenched in certain states but not countrywide i mean yeah there are very liberal and progressive states around the edges new york and california to, to, for for sure yeah um but uh, yeah, so it's just, and there's even pockets in those deeply red states are they have, you know, pockets of blue everywhere. So yeah, well, yeah you know the purple states. Uh, and it's interesting. One of the things that that I've always found 
uh, interesting. And I think I'm glad Canada's like this. In fact, I am glad Canada's like this. For example, in the U.S., the freedom of speech, you can fucking say anything. Yeah. You can say anything. In Canada, you can say whatever you want to, but there's consequences, right? For instance, you know, we, like we've talked about before, hate speech is not protected yeah. in Canada. Yeah. And I don't think it should be. Um, now, that's not to say I can go out to some mall somewhere and point at a bunch of people of different ethnicities than me, and I can just tear into them. I can say anything I want. Um, I can, you know, we could, I could take this podcast and turn it into the Canadian racist. Um, I could do any of that shit that I wanted to, but you probably wouldn't come over to do that. But, um, I could do any of that shit that I wanted to, but it wouldn't be protected. I would only be able to get away with that for so long before I got flagged. And then, but isn't, is hate, doesn't hate speech include threats to their persons and livelihood? Maybe, but then I think there's also more like in, uh, you know, like uh, anti uh, anti Semitism, mm-hmm. uh, deliberate, uh, outspoken racism, things like that that are not protected. If you look at if you look at the Constitution and you look at free speech, it, like there's a there's a couple of amendments, like they're not amendments. That's the wrong thing to say, but there's like sub subheadings to it. Yeah, that basically say you know free speech. Yeah, but with <laughs> <laughs> you know you know dot 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 dot. Can't say whatever. Asterix. Exactly. So, well, that was a nice little uh, opening rant. <laughs> so, uh, we got a bunch of news stories to get to, and I realized today, when I was putting all this shit together, we haven't done a fallacy in a long time. Oh, wow. We haven't done a shitty Christian apologetic in a really long time. I was watching, I've been watching a couple of uh, debates. Actually, over the last several days, I kind of ran through a string of just wanting to watch um, debates. Mm-hmm. A lot of them was, uh, a couple of them were Matt Dillahunty, and one was Aaron Raw, but they all had one thing in common, and that's Matt Slick, mm. who's a fuck nugget. <laughs> um, uh, Matt Slick, and actually, you know what? I'm, I encourage you to go look at his website. His website is carm, C-A-R-M dot org. And it's the Christian Apologetics and Research Ministry. Research. <laughs> I knew that would get you. I know that would get you going. Um, but the, the whole thing is, is very funny. So he is a, he's a Calvinist, uh. right? So he, 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 he believes in predestination, right? So God already so knows. So praying means nothing. But he talks about prayer all the time. Oh yeah, you gotta it, pray. Even though it doesn't, even though it doesn't, because m- it means nothing at all. Exactly. <laughs> but in his own belief system, praying isn't gonna do shit. That's right. But you gotta do it anyway. Exactly. Um, but so he's a he's a he's a Calvinist. So he believes in predestination. Um, he and I was watching, and the one thing that I came away with was he is. And, be, and, and I, I say this carefully because I've listened to a lot of different. Uh, apologists argue. But the one thing that I will say about Matt Slick is that I I believe that he is perhaps the most dishonest apologist I've ever heard in debate. Mm-hmm. Because like he doesn't believe his own shit? Is that what you mean? No, not, not that he doesn't b- believe it, but the, but the, the verbal gymnastics mm. that he goes through to try to make his points. Like when he was... Like when he was uh, talking to Aaron Raw, 
And Arn was saying, he's saying, you know, you believe this, this, and this. And Maslick was like, wait, you know, how do you know what I believe? And he's like, well, I'm talking to a presuppositionalist. Yeah. And he's like, well, you don't know what I am. And he's like, you, you are a presuppositionalist. And then Maslick says, I do have some aspects of presupposition. And Zora's like, fuck, just what I fucking said. Like, you're fucking presuppositionalist. But the way he tries to move yeah. around and stuff like that. Tries to skirt the, uh, like, yeah. so, so he can, so he doesn't have to admit to anything. Exactly. So he doesn't have to admit to anything. And so, like, it, it's just, he comes across as unbelievably dishonest, yeah. in my opinion. Yeah. Now, I'm not just screaming sour grapes because I've been fucking message bombing that fucker for over a year through mostly uh there's another there's a facebook group that i got banned from (laughs) imagine that um and i encourage all of you to go out and to have fun with it i'm not gonna tell you to do bad things i'm gonna tell all of our atheist listeners to have fun with the bible thumping wingnut his name is tim hurd and he's He's a shepherd (laughs) (laughs) that was bad um (laughs) But he's he's one of Maslick's lackeys. So they do this uh, they do this show where he has the Bible thumping wingnut page, and they go on they do YouTube videos and all kinds of stuff. Uh, like okay. if you go into YouTube and search Bible thumping wingnut, it'll be the first. It'll be <laughs> actually just in Bible th. It'll be the first <laughs> thing that pops up, and you can see all the videos and stuff like that. And between there's Tim Hurd and there's another guy Len Pettis. And between the two of them, they take turns sucking Slick's cock. Wow. Because they they cater to his, oh, he, he's so smart. He's all these things. And they all these fucking things. Um, not that there's, if you're into sucking cock, hey, have a party. Um, but, uh, yeah, he's, they're just, they are so, when they, when uh, one of the debates I watched was him and uh, Matt Dillahunty. Yeah. And after Matt got off the call because he was on there for like two hours and he was like, Oh, you know, Beth and I are going out, you know, see you later. And then they, they kept this, they kept the recording going for a little while yeah. and they brought in one of the other guys saying, you know, it's like, Oh, you know, you're just like, you know, you were trying to wrestle a greased pig. And what happened was is that is that's the excuse they had. That's the excuse they had to give because every time, and it happens so many times and Matt is so fucking good at pointing out when somebody throws in a logical fallacy. Yeah. So at one point, Matt Slick says, you know, you know, uh, you know, uh, prove this wrong. And he's like shifting the burden of proof. And he's like, just, he just like bang, hammers it on them. And he's like, uh, you know, he's like, you know, I can't understand. And he's like argument from ignorance. And he just keeps pointing it out and ramming it down his throat. Not as much as Len Pettis and Tim Hurd does, but um, just ramming it out and saying bang, bang, bang. And afterwards, Matt Dillahunty was criticized for... The way he was arguing. Yeah. Instead of looking at it and saying, maybe I shouldn't use fucking fallacies when I try to argue, you know, with someone who's Constantly. smart. When, when someone who's obviously smarter than I am. Yeah. So yeah, I found the whole thing. I, I found those things to be interesting. Um, you can see at one point, you should, you should look it up and everybody listening, just, um, just uh, do a YouTube search for Slick Dillahunty. And there's one where I think Matt's wearing like a, it's like a light blue or maybe a purple. There's a couple of different ones. And the one look on his face, you can tell he's like, I'm going to reach through the microphone and punch <laughs> you in the face because he just, he had such a pissed off look. He's just like, fuck, like, come on, really? Yeah. He had that look on his face. Yeah. So I have, anyway, I was watching some of those, but anyway, so to go back to what I was saying a, uh, a second before that, I've been reaching out, bombing him trying to, so I was on the Bible Thumbing Wingnut fa- uh, Facebook page for a long time, and I would comment a few things, stuff like that, and then somebody posted something, this is well over a year ago that I got kicked off, 
somebody posted something and it really hit me the wrong way. Yeah. And I was like, <laughs> I throw this massive thing and stuff like that. And then they kicked me out. <laughs> and so, cause they're really like uh, hearing the, the, the opposite side of the story. Well, exactly. And so, I never hid the fact that I, that I was an atheist yeah. and they had other atheists on like the, they were part of the group, but they wanted to make like, you could be an atheist in their group. As long as you prepare, you were prepared to let them stroke you a little bit. I'm talking a lot about, about sex tonight. <laughs> I don't know why. Um, well, I'm always horny, but, um, I'm really talking a lot about sex. So anyway, we'll try to shift gears, so to speak. Uh, anyway, they don't mind you speaking out too much as long as you listen to their rhetoric and their bullshit. But as soon as I started s- stepping out more and speaking out more and saying, yeah. no, no, that, no, that's not okay, this, yeah. then they kicked me out. So fuck you. But anyway, I've been still bombing messages and saying, you know, I will, you know, you pick, you pick the form, you pick this, I will debate Max, Matt Slick. Yeah. He has, he always boasts about, he has a master's in divinity. Yeah. And one of the things I put on his website was, I'm like, oh, so Matt Slick has an advanced degree in make-believe. Cool. <laughs> you know, congratulations. <laughs> you know, it's like, what is divinity? To get a fucking piece of paper that says, I'm a master of it. <laughs> what does that even mean? I don't know. It's like, okay, so please don't send emails saying this is the definition of divinity. I don't care. Because it doesn't matter. Because it's not, it hasn't been established to be real. Yeah. It's like, and I was thinking about, you know, it's like, and I posted a lot of shit like that. And I think he, I think I got his nose out of joint. Because it was like, you know, it's like, oh, and I remember actually posting. I'm like, so let me get this straight. You know, Matt Slick has an advanced degree in something that hasn't been demonstrated to be true. Yeah. Question mark, question mark. And it wasn't too long after that that I got the hepo. So. Yeah, they put a they put a flag on your posts after that. Exactly. Dun dun dun. So like, anyway, oh, we got this guy's um, back. Yeah, I, I would I would love I would love to to have a piece of him, and I'm not even in the same hemisphere as someone like Aaron Ra from a science perspective. Who, yeah. he's super fucking smart. Um, do you have you followed some of the phylogeny challenge he's doing on Facebook? No, I haven't. He's doing a, this whole phylogeny challenge thing, and I look at some of it and I read it. So anyway, go to um. Uh, check out Aaron Ra, A-R-O-N space R-A. And you can find this thing called the Phylogeny Challenge. And Aaron makes his, Aaron makes his, uh, the majority of his living off of his uh, Patreon account. And he's been putting this whole, this, this whole thing, the Phylogeny Project together, showing step by step, you know, all of this, you know, biological evolution. And it's been going on for a long time and he has lots of people working on it. So if that's something that interests you and cool, then go support him. Um... And so I'm not, I'm nowhere close to as smart as he is from a science perspective. Yeah. I'm not even close to you, from you as a science, from a science perspective, <laughs> you know, way more shit than I do. Um, and I'm nowhere near as good from a debate slash Bible perspective as Matt. Yeah. I'm not even going to pretend. Well, I might pretend sometimes. Um, <laughs> but anyway, so, uh, but I would, but I don't think you have to be. Yeah. You know, well, it, it was, it was, it was a thing of beauty to watch Matt fillet. Uh, Matt Slick just yeah. cut him to, into small little pieces yeah. the way he what he did with his arguments um, but I think I think uh, you know anyone with a decent amount of uh, a, even a decent amount of reading yeah. and background could do the same fucking thing there's the ability to, to to catch him in his own bullshit yeah so maybe that'll happen one day uh, anyway we got a we got a buttload of news uh, to get to and 
did I finish on a happy note? No, I'm not going to lie. I didn't finish on a happy note. I finished on a less shitty note than some of the other <laughs> ones. And you got your thing, right? Yeah. Why don't you do your thing first? All right. Okay. So um, last week, this happened uh, a while ago, but um, we decided to postpone it till today. But basically, um, Egypt could make atheism illegal um, amid a harsh crackdown on non-believers. This is from Newsweek. So oh, that's it's credible. not, yeah. yeah, it's not a, a, a Bible thumping site. Um, but yeah, so lawmakers in Egypt are, Egypt are seriously considered passing a law that would make atheism illegal. Blasphemy is already illegal in, in Egypt, and people are frequently arrested for insulting or defaming religion under the country's strict laws. So people are arrested today for blasphemy. Yeah, a victimless crime. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> The, uh, the newly proposed rule would make it illegal for people to not believe in God, even if they don't talk about it. And now, how do you enforce that kind of thing? How, 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 how do you enforce an idea? Well, that's just it. Like, like this is... This, that's thought police. This rings true... This, this rings to me as... You, you can accuse anybody of being an atheist. Sure. And there's no way that they can deny it. Well, they can just say, I believe in God. Yeah, but then what, but they said, no, this person says you don't, and they throw your ass in jail. Yeah, and it's, it's weird because the hard, the hard part is, so let's, okay, so let's have a hypothetical. Let's say you and I decide to go to Egypt, mm-hmm. and we're walking around. Obviously, wouldn't be wearing the t-shirt I'm right now. <laughs> um, but, and somebody does that, right? Okay, see, I'm a coward. So I would be able to lie, I would be able to lie to save my life. Oh yeah, um, but it it would be just like yeah. I mean, so you could it harkens back to uh, the 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 uh, the Inquisitions, right? I saw a black cat cross that woman's path. She's yeah, a witch, exactly. And on the pyre you go. But exactly, there's no way to defend yourself against an an accusation, right? Other than saying, yeah, yeah, no, I really do believe in God. Would like you know, like what do you want me to do? Like you kiss the bookers? No, something? but maybe I mean, like, you know, maybe what they would do then. Okay, so if they investigated, I mean, I don't know if they have like CSI Egypt, but uh, what if they investigated and said, okay, well, you know what, I guess because you were predominantly Muslim? Yeah. So uh, let's go to your mosque. Let's Mm -hmm. talk to your imam. Find out how often you're there. They could probably, they could probably investigate if they wanted to. But are they, do they want to? I don't know. I guess I would hope so. That seems like a lot of work. I guess I would hope so throw my ass in jail like at least do the fucking work anything uh, there's, else there's a yeah it just says on Thursday the committee on religion announced it would prepare an explit explit uh, explit <laughs> take two explit exp, uh, that, that word <laughs> explanatory oh there you go note on the draft um, the draft law in the coming days it's unclear how authorities would determine who is an atheist if a person does not speak about it right uh, Egypt's highest Islamic religious organization, Al Zahir, uh, supports the law, and its top official said it would work to punish those who had been seduced by atheism. Seduced. So, uh, according to Egypt's blasphemy law, which is uh, which was in- included in the country's penal code in 1982, a person can go to a prison for up to five years if he or she 
uses religion to promote, through speech, writing, or any other medium, extremist ideas with the aim of spreading discord, or the battles or disdains, one of the monotheistic religions, mm. or the different sects or harm to national unity. So this that's that, 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 that sounds like it's like you're actually trying to damage the religion. But if you just don't believe, if I just don't accept your bullshit to be true, right. I'm not inciting uh, discord. No, and it, it's funny because this this uh, so it makes me think of a couple of things. It makes me think of what uh, Christians used to say, right? Is like you know you can be convicted of thought crime. Yeah, exactly. And one of the things he said, you know, he said the very essence of totalitarianism. You know, he's like, you know, we're we're going to we're going to punish you based on what you think. Yeah. It also makes me think of something that um, I heard Matt Dillon and Matt's getting a lot of uh, talk about today, uh, during one of his debates or one of maybe the atheist experience or something like that, where he said basically, you know, it's like you don't you can't choose your beliefs. Exactly. Right? Yeah. Yeah. If you, you are co- either, if you become convinced, you of are something. either convinced or you are not convinced. Yeah. If if you are convinced, you have no choice but to believe. Yeah. Because you are convinced of this thing, so. You can't, if you are an atheist, it's because it's like, look, I've looked at this shit and I just don't buy it. I'm not convinced. Um, well, how do you, I, I just go, how do you enforce that? You know, it's like, do you believe in God? Well, I'm not jail. <laughs> it was like, that's, it's, it's, it comes across as very. Yeah. Uh, and if you're on the fence, I mean, then what? Well, it's funny, and it's funny because... You get um, a little check next to your name, and the next time they catch you, they ask if you're still on the fence? Yeah, exactly. Well, it's funny because I remember hearing... Um, this is something Richard Dawkins talked about in The God Delusion. He said he does. He said um, he was talking about T.H. Uh, Huxley, who coined the term agnostic. Mm. And he said it's one thing that... He, the, I think the way he writes it is like, the, you know, it, when Huxley coined the term agnosticism, it's not something that he can be easily thanked for. Um, and, and Richard Dawkins doesn't think that agnosticism is a thing. Mm. He's like, basically it's like you, it's like there's, he doesn't think that there's such a thing as 50, 50, just as likely like four in his scale. Right. Right. Um, because either you are convinced and you are a theist of some stripe or you are not convinced and you are an atheist. Yeah. And then the, and then the varying degrees, right whether you're, you know, an agnostic atheist or a Gnostic, I've never met a Gnostic atheist. I don't even think, I would be fucking shocked as hell <laughs> if, if I ever met an atheist and they said, I am 100% sure that no gods exist. Yeah. That would fucking blow me away. And I, I hope regardless of who it was that I would have the intestinal fortitude to say, yeah, I hope you can back that up. Yeah. Well, I know somebody who he said he was an optimistic atheist. Sure. Which means he doesn't believe in God, but he hopes that there is one. And I was like, why would you hope that yeah. there is one? Yeah. I use, I use the term anti-theist. Yes. In that way. Because I, I am, I am an agnostic atheist, but I'm like 6.99999. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, school. like, like, like Hitchens was the biggest anti-theist there is. Exactly. I mean. And I, and I use, and people say, well, you know, what do you mean by, you know, are you saying that there is no God? I'm saying no. I'm glad there isn't any evidence. Yeah. Because I think if there was evidence that this thing was real, that would make it worse. Even the slightest bit of evidence. That would make it worse. Oh, no, but what about the story we had last year? There's 10,000 pieces of evidence oh, 10, that, 000, one, right. that yeah. one pastor has. Well, well, we have to find that board that all those pieces of paper <laughs> are, are pinned to and start looking at the evidence. And just a last note here. These are the 13 countries that you don't 
want to go to right. if you don't believe. This is a so, recap because we talked about this before. The countries with the harshest yep. laws for blasphemy and apostasy are Afghanistan, it, Iran, oh. Malaysia, Maldives, which is really unfortunate because they have some really nice vacation spots, uh, uh, Nigeria, Pakistan, Qatar, Saudi Arabia, Somalia, Sudan, United Arab Emirates, and Yemen. Yeah. And another one that I can't really pronounce. Mauritania? Mauritania. Mauritania. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. Mauritania. Um, it's too bad about UAE because I would like to go there to drive the Yasmin Arena circuit. <laughs> I would like to fly is, one of their planes. Which is on the F1 calendar. <laughs> but yeah, like, fuck those places. I would never go there. I would never go to any of those places anyway. Like, they're not necessarily in my hotbed. Yeah. Of, you know, my there none of those are bucket list countries for Well, me. Maldives, like Meredith and I were looking at it and dreaming a while ago because they have those like the huts out on the water and stuff like that where you can just like wake up and jump to the ocean. Yeah. Uh, that would be cool. That would be cool. If you But do, now if, Sandals is doing that everywhere at oh, all okay. the resorts so you can, you can do it in Jamaica and wherever. But okay. it's <laughs> But if you get yourself if you get yourself a fuck ton of money and you want to do that, exactly. I'll buy you a crucifix that you can wear <laughs> I looked it up, I looked it up the 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 huts over the island. For the Sandals Resorts in Jamaica, yeah, it's twenty thousand dollars, and that comes with a handy, right? For a week, every day, three times a day. <laughs> I would hope so. Exactly, twenty grand. Wow, yeah, but you know, it's like even if I had twenty grand, I wouldn't want to spend it on that, because if I somehow got my hands hands on twenty grand and I went to that vacation and lived in opulence for a week, and then I got to come back to this shithole. <laughs> To this shithole. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, it, uh, no. And you, yeah, you'd have to... Well, I'd go to a shithole country to do that. Yeah. And then I'd come back to this great country of ours, which is a great country of ours. But still, I'm, I'm leaving that awesomeness. You would, ha- you would have to... <laughs> you would have to have what Shannon calls fuck-off money. Yeah. Yeah. To do that. And you have I, Bill Gates, basically. And I remember, like I remember... Bezos or something. Because I have, like, my whole spreadsheet, right? Yeah, yeah, What yeah, happens yeah. if I win the lottery? I got my whole spreadsheet planned out. Everything, all the cars I buy and shit like that. And when I showed Shannon once, and she's like, and she's like, oh yeah, that, that, that's a lot. That's fuck off money. I'm like, what? She's like, well, you have that much money. Anybody would fuck off. Yeah. She's like, fuck off and get away from me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh, I want fuck off money. But, but to me, fuck off money is, is, I don't know how much that is. Yeah. To me, fuck off money is like a billion dollars. Well, it was, it was actually kind of funny, um, not so far as the fuck off money, but Neil deGrasse Tyson had a um, sort of like a calculation, like how much would you be able to walk away from? Like if you saw a penny on the ground, sure. stopping to pick it up is actually wasting more money than, it, than you are gaining to stop and pick up that money. Okay. Right? So he goes, my walk, keep on walking is like a quarter. Something like, if I see a quarter, I can keep on walking. But anything more than that, I have to stop to pick it up. Okay. Right? Because it's 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 worth my time right. to stop and pick it up. So he was going through, and he went up to, like, Bill Gates. I think this was before Bezos was a thing, but, like, Bill Gates, he can... I don't ex- remember exactly how much it was, but it was something like $30,000. Yeah. Like, if he saw $30,000 lying on the street, it's not worth his time to stop and pick it up. Yeah. <laughs> Can't really... What happens to us in Canada? We don't have pennies anymore. We don't well, even have pennies. Well, that's a good thing. I mean, America is one of the only countries that still has a penny. Yeah. Now, Everybody I mean, else has gone, yeah, this isn't worth it. Yeah, exactly. I Now, mind you, I didn't pick up pennies if I saw them. 
Um, but the funny thing is that we don't have the penny, but things are still priced to the penny. Yeah, and you just round up or round down. If you pay with cash, but yeah. if you pay with your debit card, you still have to pay. That then penny. you pay that. You pay those pennies. Which is but it round up and round down. It, it it evens out over time. Yeah, I guess. All right, listen. We should get to the news. Sure. Because we got a lot of a lot of a lot more news to get to. And so we were talking about Trump. So let's stick with Trump. Because, Why? Well, it's not just Trump. <laughs> this is not just Trump. It bothers okay? me. All right. Do you know who Paula White is? Uh, pimple on Trump's ass? No, I don't know. No. Paula White is Trump's spiritual advisor. Oh, yes. No, I do know who that is. And I saw her talking online recently. Yeah, okay. Saying how Trump is God's plan or whatever. Oh, this is way better than that. Paula White, a popular... so oh, uh, Sorry, so this is from the Patheos blogs by David McAfee. Uh, and not the virus guy. But uh, David McAfee vote... Uh, David McAfee... <laughs> G. McAfee wrote... Uh, fuck, now the name of the book escapes me. I'm a <laughs> that's, sh- a, that's a really odd name for a book. <laughs> I'm a fucking shithead. Fuck, now the name of the book escapes me. Now the name of the book escapes me. So I'm opening up my phone as we do this. And I am going to look at where the fuck... Do, 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 do. I can't remember the name Maybe of the book. Maybe we can edit this out. No, I'm not going to fucking edit this out. Fuck that shit. <laughs> that means you um, have to do something. Yeah, really. What the fuck is the name of his book? Jesus fucking Christ. Just type his name into Google. No, I got. I have his audio book here on my phone. Um, And wouldn't you know it, I can't find it. Um. Anyway, <laughs> I'm, I'm such a shithead. Google David McAfee, and other than Patheos, you'll see that he wrote uh, books. Uh, it has something to do with proving there's no God or something like that. I can't. The, the name escapes me now. Anyway, this is by David McAfee. So Paula White is a popular televangelist in her own right. Asked people to, listen to this, listen to this, mm-hmm. donate their entire January salary as part of her First Fruits campaign. Their entire entire month's salary. Yes. Yes. She says God will reward or punish those who don't pay up. (laughs) This is a quote. But the money doesn't go to God. It goes directly to Paula Paula White Ministries. Mm Mm-hmm. Right? Well, he's got a couple of books here. The Belief Book, Disproving Christianity. Disproving Christianity. That's the one that I have. That's It's really good. It's a bunch of really good points. And it, it goes through step-by-step, step, disproving Christianity. It has a cross on the cover, right? It, they don't have a picture of the cover here. Fuck! And it has, yeah, it has a cross on the cover. It's really, really well done. Uh, I recommend that book. But they've got um, Mom and Dad, I'm an Atheist. That's another good one. No Sacred Cows. Yep. And the Mom book- Dad, I'm an Atheist is one about coming out to, how to come out to your parents as a yeah, non-believer. Yeah. Really and good. the Book of Gods. Is also I, haven't, I don't think I've read that one. Okay. So now, she said... You have to put God's principle of first fruits first. <laughs> okay. Now, quote, each January, I put God first and honor him with the first of the substance by sowing the first fruits offering of one month's pay. And how do you pay your rent? This is... Or buy your groceries? This is not important. This is a big sacrifice. But... It is a seed for the harvest. I am believing for this coming year and God will take care of you. 
God always provides. So that answers your question <laughs> right there. Heathen. God's going to pay my mortgage? Yep. Every year, many others join us in our so-a-month's pay week. Others give a day's pay. But everyone tries to do their best. So I think what she's saying here is she's she's shooting for the well this that's that whole tacky thing right if you shoot for the moon and you miss you'll still end up with it amongst the stars, um, Jackie Jackie, but um, she's saying you know it's like you know give me your month oh you can't afford a month how about a week it's like it's like you're it's like when you go to buy a timeshare, and they say okay it's it's a million dollars I don't have a million dollars okay it's a hundred thousand dollars, <laughs> and they try to get you down to whatever you can pay, okay but they're just she's just asking them to line her pockets. Yes. The results are miraculous. Yeah, I'm sure. First Fruits has impacted my life personally. Of course it has. <laughs> There's no fucking shit. You have people fucking doling out all the money to you. Yeah. That would impact my life pretty personally, too. Um, I'm sorry, Visa, but uh, <laughs> Paula White needed First Fruits. Yeah. Look and at my gonna house. Be like, Look at my car. Look at my TV. Yeah. Impacts my life. Yeah, Visa's going to be like, that's nice. I'm taking your house. Uh, the results are, are immaculous. Uh, but first fruits is more than just an offering. It's a principle. All firsts belong to God. When you honor what? this principle, it provides the foundation and structure for God's blessings and promises in your life. I got some questions. It unlocks deep dimensions of spiritual truths that literally transform your life. Are you? Is is she saying that you can you can pay your way to the front of the line? Uh, no, she wouldn't say that. (laughs) Why would she say that? She's saying it sounds like the more you give, the more you get. I don't know. Is this like American Express front of the line privilege? (laughs) Um. So it's like you give you you give up your month's salary and you get unlocked dimensions. Yep. What those other heathens don't get. <laughs> when you apply this, everything comes into divine alignment. His plan and his promises for you. There's fine print. I don't know his plan or promises. Nobody Why does. Why am I paying for them? Because. <laughs> because Jesus. You gotta at least give me a, the gist of it. Oh, <laughs> What no. if this plan for me is to Listen. get cancer and die a horrible death, but I gotta pay him for it? Um, well, God works in mysterious ways. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Okay. There's fine print. And it's not, this isn't fine print. This is big fucking <laughs> bold print that she wanted to make sure you don't miss this shit. When you don't honor it, whether through ignorance or direct disobedience, there are consequences. Mm. And the fucking article just ends. Oh, that's it? Do this or else. (laughs) It's fucking... It's... Do you remember that TV show, Wait Till Your Father Gets Home? Yeah. Yeah, it's like that. It's do this or else. Wait till your father gets home. She doesn't... Well, she's got nothing to back it up, so just end it. Um, Yeah, so that's... That's fucking pointless and useless. That's very, very, very annoying. That she... It, this she's, is scaring, she's scaring people into... This is Trump's spiritual advisor. Yeah. 
that's that's the scariest part is that she has the word yep. she has sorry the ear of bring bring hello president. mr president yeah phones don't do that anymore do they <laughs> <laughs> probably not they can make it whatever bring you want but i mean like um so does trump give his first month's salary of January course salary? not well, we would know if because it's going to be a lot bigger now. Now that the uh, the tax reform is in, yeah, but 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 now, now Trump set up a blind trust, of course. No, he didn't. Oh no, he did. Oh, he said my my kids will do it. My kids are taking care of this man. They got it. That's not even a blind Don trust, you <laughs> fucker. Even Don Junior is like he's not going to have anything to do with it. Trust me. <laughs> yeah. Trust me. <laughs> trust me. Yeah. <laughs> No, it's a blind yeah. trust. Don, not a trust you. Don Don Jr., don't use big words that you don't understand. <laughs> Just don't. Okay? Well, that was the, that was the, the best when uh, um, John Oliver was talking about his kids. And he goes, and he holds up a picture of, of them. And Tiffany's on the outskirts, right? And he goes, what's her name? <laughs> he <laughs> exactly. goes, I'll give you a hint. It starts with the T and it's not the other one. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it's it's uh I can't watch um I can't look at Eric Trump anymore <laughs> because of Sat- the Saturday Night Live skits that they do. <laughs> I am Eric. <laughs> I can't fucking watch anymore. I watch it's like I forget the I forget the I shouldn't forget the actor's name. Don't look at his face. But they bring the actor's name in. They bring the actor in and he's like, oh you know, and Don Dune is like, hey buddy, you know, it's like make your macaroni <laughs> You know, make your macaroni crafts and stuff like fucking blues macaroni to a piece of paper. It says, I made a star. I'm Eric. It's fucking hysterical. But, you know, it's like, but that's the smile he has on his face. Yeah. He has dumbass hitting the head with a fucking bat smile. Mm -hmm. So, anyway. Yeah. No, look. The blind trust is set up. (laughs) Trust me. He's got, trust me, he's got nothing to do with that. A blind trust me is set up. The only thing he would have to give the first fruits on is his presidential salary. He doesn't his, get any other money. The, pres- the president makes like, what, I, like 300 something? No, I think it's 250. Let's see. I think it's 250. What you look that up, is... and we're going to go on to, uh, we're going to go on to the next news story. Because we're already at 46 minutes. Oh, Jesus. And we've done one news story. <laughs> two, with yours. So, uh, this, $400,000. Oh, 400K. Yeah. Well, that's, uh, that, that ain't bad. Since so, 2001. So what's 400 divided by 12? Uh, that's math. I don't know. You're the science guy. <laughs> along with... Science, along. not math. Along with a $50,000 annual expense account and a $100,000 non-taxable travel account and a nineteen $19,000 for entertainment. That's some fine hookers. Um, yeah. The most recent raise in salary was approved by Congress. President Bill Clinton in 1999 went into effect in 2001. Wow. Okay. That's cool. Yeah. Did you, do you know that JFK donated the entirety of his salary every year to a charity? He didn't uh, take a salary as president. Well, that's good. I mean, because the Kennedys are rich beyond belief. Anyway. Oh yeah, exactly. He dead now. Um, he got lead poisoning. Um, so okay. So let's go on to the the next one. This comes from the National Catholic Reporter, January thirteenth. Uh, 2018 from Heidi Schlumpf. Okay. I make up names not. (laughs) 
transgender issues are the next battle in culture wars. This is an open letter from U.S. religious leaders calling transgender identity a false idea that is deeply troubling. You know what's really, like, the whole thing about transgender, gays, whatever, they've been around since the beginning of time. Only now are they being recognized as that. Are they coming out of the closet per se? Yeah. There's I mean, always been there's always been people who are gay. There's it's always been there. Yeah. And now finally they're coming out and saying, "Hey, look at me. Uh, this is what I am." Now these people are getting their panties in a twist. Yeah. Quite literally. Did nuns wear panties? <laughs> I don't if know. They didn't. That's hot. Yeah, that's hot. <laughs> oh, let me see under that habit, lady. <laughs> I want to see that holy bush. I got um, a habit of hotness. Yeah, exactly. I don't know. <laughs> uh, okay. In December, while the rest of the country was debating tax reform and net neutrality, four Catholic bishops and 16 other, con- other conservative religious leaders issued an open letter about transgender issues. Firing a shot at what has become the next major culture war issue after same-sex marriage. Not surprisingly, progressive Catholic groups, including New Ways Ministry, Call to Action, and Dignity USA, have denounced the document, while traditionalist Catholic websites and media support it. Lost in the battle were transgender people themselves. Um, So the open letter titled, Created Male and Female. So right away, you're saying, fuck off, you're not a thing. (laughs) Right away, you're saying, you're not a thing. You are completely tearing down who they are. With the title. With the title. I yeah. haven't even read a fucking syllable yeah. of the fucking letter yet. Okay. This this document, and doesn't, it doesn't read the whole thing here, it says, but it infirms inherent... Listen to this. Then, talking out of the other side of their mouth, they affirm inherent dignity of all people. Mm. What happened to the... Tra- what, hap- yeah. what about dignity for those who are transgender? Don't they get dignity? But you're made male or female. Look at the fight. <laughs> but warns, and then and then they throw this word in here, which isn't a word, but warns that transgenderism <laughs> is, a, say it. is a false idea that is deeply troubling. It's not an idea. But transgenderism also isn't a thing. Yeah. You are, neither is transgendered. You are either transgender or you are, now I don't want to fuck this up, but you are either trans yeah. Or you are cis. Yes. Right? You can also, and there's other ones like that because I'm I'm not up to snuff on all this stuff, but there's also non-binary. I think non-binary yeah. falls into that as yeah. well. There, well there's, yeah, there's... It's, but, again, it's a spectrum. Yeah, but genderism isn't a thing. <laughs> it's not a thing. Fuck off. And the whole, the whole, whether you're trans or not, it's not an idea. It's not something you come up with one day. Yeah. But then they, th- they but then, but... Listen, they, they pull it all together by throwing science into it. Oh, okay. All right. I'd like to see the science they got to back this Here shit up. Here we go. And the government calls upon you, whoever this letter is addressed to, to support policies that uphold the scientific fact of human biology. Okay. 
Okay. <laughs> the scientific fact of human bio. Well, yes. Scientifically, but, biology is yes. a thing. <laughs> yeah, but but biology, but but sex isn't gender. Exactly. That's the whole point. You are male or female. That is your sex. Yeah, like you either. That is not your you gender. You are born. You are now. Now. Now there are people who have you know who have been born. Um, with abnormalities, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Well, there's, yeah. and there's also hermaphrodites, which, yeah, which I don't think is a cool word anymore. But, but, and that's why I didn't say it. But it, I mean, it is what it is, and we're not trying to, you know, make any people feel isn't bad. It, but, but isn't that I, what it's called? Is I, yeah, it, but I don't think it's it a bad cool, word. Now? I think it's a bad word to use now. Um, which is is why there I, another word? I don't know. My understanding is you are you are born either with male junk <laughs> or female junk. Yeah. Right. Well, male junk or female niceness. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> what guys? Is just, what is it? What is it? That Robin Williams says, you know, or no, um, uh, Robin Williams says one thing. He says uh, he he was talking about God. He said he said there's no way there's any God because no intelligent designer would ever put a waste disposal uh, yeah, plant uh, next to an amusement park. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and then uh, Christopher Hitchens says, you know, he says you look at you know human genitalia, which is obviously de- designed by committee. Um, <laughs> you know, and stuff like that. But anyway, t- so to go on, so the fact that transgenderism compels, listen to this, transgenderism compels people to either go against reason, that is, to agree with something that is not true, or face ridicule. So they're, it's black and white. Yeah. There's no gray area. Where all of fucking humanity lives in a massive gray area. But there's no gray area with this. It's black or white. But there's dignity for all. No, well. <laughs> oh, yeah, they did say that, didn't yeah, they? Yeah, they did, right at the beginning. Okay. <laughs> um, the bishops and other signers warn, this is, this is the part that made me want to just punch a motherfucker. Mm-hmm. The bishop and other signers, now, it should all, it, it should, now, I don't know this for sure. I can say this about one thing. Catholic bishops, male, Mm-hmm. Right, because you cannot be otherwise. Yes. Um, the other people, I don't know. They they may have squeezed a woman in there, <laughs> at some point, but probably not. It's probably just a bunch of dudes. Oh yeah, it's probably a bunch of dudes. Bunch of old white dudes. Yep. The bishops and other signers warn that children are harmed when they are told they can change their sex, sowing confusion and self doubt. No. Yeah, no. No, in, it's not. Yeah, no, you know what harms kids? Leaving them the care of fucking Catholic priests who molest them. That's what causes fucking that harm. causes irreparable damage. Unfucking believable. Unfucking real. Those motherfuckers. And basically telling somebody that they have a choice of going to Walmart or Costco does not harm them. No. It doesn't, but but it, but again, we talked about you know the spectrum, right? Yeah. But no, no, it's this or that. That's it. Yeah. Leaving out there was that. What is that song by? Um. um fuck. Uh, live, called "The Beauty of Grey." Mm. Um. And in the chorus, the lead singer, uh, the song goes, "This is not a black and white world. We have to learn to appreciate the beauty of grey." Yeah. Which is where, like, they're, but they're saying black or white, but. All of humanity lives in, like, we live in that gray area. Yeah, we live very, in that spectrum. There is a very tiny fraction of things that are black and white. Right, yeah. Butt stuff for me is not. <laughs> it's a black and white. I'm not into it. <laughs> no, it's brown or white. 
<laughs> I walked into that one. Not literally. Yeah. Uh, so let's stick with Catholic bullshit. Got more Catholic bullshit. There's an endless supply of that. Yep. It's all in a book. <laughs> yeah. Now. They put together a book of all their bullshit. Now, this, this one was not easy for me because I, it, it makes me look at a country that produces things I love. Is it a shithole then? No. <laughs> um, that, oh, I see what you're saying. That okay. make, produces things that I love and say boo earns. Okay. Germany. Yes. I knew where you knew that going. was coming. I knew where you're going. German bishop urges church to debate on the blessing of same sex unions. Debate. Yeah. So, isn't this already this is this isn't a thing everywhere now? Um, it's not a thing everywhere. And the problem is, is that you know what? I've said this before and I'll say it again. For those, like in the last story, I talked about kind of like this, the center, like the more moderate mm-hmm. organizations like Dignity USA and shit like that. The ones who say, oh no, you know, we're accepting of everybody. We honor everybody. No, you know what? It's at least have the courage of your convictions. Show me somewhere in the Bible or the Apocrypha or any other, whether the book be canonized or something that's kept in the Vatican vaults somewhere. Yeah. Show me somewhere where any religious text says that anything other than male and female is okay because you won't find it. No, but they've, they've, they've gone through the moral zeitgeist that everybody else has sure, and are imposing their own morals that, that they've developed through evolution on this book. Sure. And because yeah. they won't let go of the other tenants of the book, they do the, the whole cherry picking deal, right? Where sure. they say this is good and I don't like this, so I'm not gonna I'm not yeah. gonna go with that. But I respect I respect the people who say no. Like I respect Westboro Baptist Church more than I do Blamo United Church. Yeah, because they're following it by the letter. Exactly. Because at least you have the courage of your convictions. Westboro Baptists are still asshole motherfuckers. Yeah, like I mean fucking protesting at exactly. funerals and shit. But they're asshole motherfuckers who say, listen, this is what the fucking book says. And they don't, and they and they don't do the cherry picking. Yeah. Um, so I have more respect for that. But anyway, it's it's not a thing. But and so, all right. So Germany, the vice president of the German bishops conference, so a white guy, um, has urged a debate on whether Catholic ch- uh, clergy should bless same sex unions. I'm concerned with fundamental questions. So this is from the Catholic News Service. Um, I'm concerned with fundamental questions of how to deal with each other. Although marriage for all differs clearly from the church's concept of marriage, it's now a political reality, said Bishop, Bishop Franz Josef Bode of some country, some city in Germany. I'm not going to try to pronounce. Um, we have to ask ourselves how we're encouraging those who form such relationships and who are involved in the church. In the fall, the first gay wedding was conducted in Germany, following a June 30th vote by Parliament to allow same-sex marriage. So now, so it is the law of the land. Okay, good. Same-sex relationships are generally classified as a grave sin in church, but we need to think of how we can differentiate Bishop Bode's, uh, what Bishop Bode said in the January 10th interview, 
with uh, some fucking daily news source um, and how the political reality is. He said, should we be fairer? It's a good question. <laughs> should, should we be? Yes. Given that there is... Easily answered. Yeah. Given that there is much that's positive and good and right in this, should we not, for example, consider a blessing something not to be confused with a wedding ceremony? So what they're trying to get... around they See, they're trying to get around the whole I now pronounce you husband and husband. They're trying to get around marriage. This, the same thing that's going on in the U.S. So, but I, with, but if he says, consider this a blessing without getting it mixed up with marriage? Exactly. Like, like what's the blessing? The, the fact that they found each other? Like, what, so what, what are they so saying? So what they're trying to say, you know, so you know how they have civil unions? In the, yes. you know, they had civil unions in the U.S. before it became the law of the land. Yes. But, so a civil union was two guys come together, they do a little ceremony thing, but there's nothing legal. Yeah. Right? They're not entitled to the same benefits uh, as their partners from work. Yeah. insurance looks at them weird. There's all kinds of medical things about like power of attorney and all that other stuff that marriage automatically grants you, right? When you are someone's spouse, you automatically are their beneficiaries yeah, and all yeah. that, unless they change them, of course, right? If you're like, I'm giving all my shit to my girlfriend down the street. Um, <laughs> then your wife is, you know, fucked, so to speak. But, uh, you know, it's like uh, the, the power of attorney, all those things you put, you put together your legal documents, those things are all are, are just assumed. Yeah. With civil unions, they weren't. I think what the church is trying to do here is say, well, we'll give them like a blessing without saying, I now pronounce you husband and husband. To get to, to, to skirt around the issue where they're saying, we're giving them a blessing. We're not marrying them. Why not? If you're going that far, just take the extra step. Because, What's the problem? Because th- I think they're having a hard time justifying it. And this is something they can, they can skate they can skate the perimeter and they can somehow justify this to themselves. Okay. But they're going that far. I mean, if you yeah. just, just flat out say no. Yep. So they have to go against age old cannons. Canon 1055 through 1057. I don't know what that is. Of the church's code of canon laws define marriage as an indissoluble union between a man and a woman. Right? Okay. Why can't it just be between two people? Well, be- because who that's seem not... seem to love each other. Because that's, not, this that, that's, not, how, that's not how it was written. So, anyway, they're, they're, they're fighting about this in Germany. I'm glad that... Uh, you, know, you said before, you this is pretty much the law everywhere. I would think that... Co- a lot more countries in Europe would already kind of have this thing kind of... You'd think. They, they would have had this knocked out yeah. already. I mean, we've had it for a while. America's had it for a little bit now. I mean... America's about to lose it. Uh, uh, Australia got it just a couple weeks ago. Um, you know, it's... Shouldn't this all be taken care of? Yeah, probably should be. <laughs> so, okay. We... Like, I saw a, a, a billboard in... The UK and the underground when I was there, and it said some people are gay, deal with it, yeah, or get over cool. it, or something like that. Yep. I don't know what it was advertising for, but it just said that it said some people are gay, get over it. Yep, <laughs> it Perfectly was perfect. Reasonable. I was like, that's awesome, and I took a picture of it. Yeah, I have no, it, it. I don't even think about it. 
Yeah. It's like, oh, okay, so are there there okay, there it is. There's there's a couple. Cool. Whatever. Yeah, it's not your it's, thing. It's not a like it's just see a man and a woman walking down the street. See a man and a man walking down the street. See yeah. a woman and a woman. It's just people. Um, Shannon and I, uh, last summer we were downtown for something and we ended up walking through a part of the village and it was just kind of like, and it wasn't until we were basically had walked all the way through it that I was like, Oh yeah. You know, I used to come down because, um, years ago, many years ago now, but I, there were several years where I went to the pride parade every year. Yeah. And I did it because I, like at that time I had a group of, I had a, a group of friends, many of them were gay. Yeah. And so I went down to support them. Right. I, I will say that the first time, the first, the very first pride Toronto parade that I went to when there was a guy fucking cock swinging in the breeze, I was like, <laughs> well, okay. And the one, the one thing I thought was I started looking around for kids. Yeah. And the, I, I started looking around for kids because I'm just like, ah, oh, you know, that could be an awkward conversation for a parent yeah. to have with a child. Yeah. Not that I necessarily think it's right or wrong. I'm just like, you know, it's hard. And, and the other thing that I, I remember thinking about was, you know, this is going to get you some backlash, right? Because... But it doesn't. I, every year no, it's that. Yes. But, and, and, I, and the, what I, when I say backlash, I mean, it's, this, is, this is like fuel on the bigot's fire. Mm. Because the because the bigots and the assholes will say, oh, they just got their fucking cock swinging in the street, and they kind of do, which doesn't bother me at all. But I'm just wondering, you know, it's like because because the bigot asshole will say, you're going to see kids walking down the street, and the kids are going to see this. How do you tell it to the kids? And well, someone please think of the children. Exactly. And so now, an intelligent parent could have that conversation. There are some parents who may say, you know what, because of this. I support your rights, but I won't bring my kids to this. Yeah. I'll wait until they're older to expose. I think it's important that, that parents expose their kids to lots of different things. But I don't know that when, like when my daughter was five, I would not have taken her to that. Yeah. Because I didn't, I mostly because I didn't want to have that conversation. Yeah. It wasn't because I thought it was, I thought it was wrong, but I'm like, I ain't having that conversation. I don't know if I wouldn't. Ah, oh, you fucking said his name. Oh shit. Motherfucker. <laughs> and at hour and five, um, you just made my fucking life harder. I just, I don't know if I wouldn't take my son to that. Cause like, I mean, if, what's he going to ask? Yeah. I mean, I if know. he asks, it's just like some people like being naked. Yeah. He yeah. likes being naked. Motherfucker. <laughs> Grr. All right. Let's get on to something a little less controversial. All right. Um, <laughs> this is also from the Patheos blogs. Owner of a Muslim free zone. What? Yep. How do you how are you owner of a zone? A in zone Ar- of anything? In Arkansas. Are there Muslims in Arkansas? <laughs> wants to be governor. If I was a Muslim, I'd steer clear of Arkansas. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, uh, so Jan Morgan is the owner of a gun range, and she has declared it a Muslim free zone. <laughs> This won't shock you. And but woe betide the, national, the one who steps into that gun range. Yeah, this will not shock you. The national spokesperson for Citizens for Trump. And she's also a Fox business analyst. Oh, God. Um, she's looking to add one more item to that list. Arkansas governor. Morgan, herself a Republican, is running against... 
is running to unseat incumbent GOP governor <laughs> Asa Hutchinson. I thought I almost misread and said Asa Hutchinson. Uh, Asa Hutchinson, who has uh, who whom she called a rhino. A rhino. I didn't know what this acronym was. Republican in name only. Ah, wow. Morgan announced her candidacy at the New Year's Eve party in her hometown, according to Newsweek magazine. <laughs> okay, so, so, Morgan Morgan published on her own personal website titled "Why I Want My Gun Range to Be Mu- a Muslim Free Zone," and it has proceeded to lay out the reasons why she doesn't want any Muslims attending. Has she uh, ever had range. a Muslim walk into her gun range? I don't know. But she says, one, the Quran. One which day. I have read and studied thoroughly. I call <laughs> bull fucking shit. Yep. I call bull fucking shit. Now, I might be wrong. I have read the Quran. Yes. I got a copy of it from my friend Mo. Yeah. It was almost indecipherable. And the reason I say that is because he, and he got me a basic, basic, he bought me the dumb per, he got me, bought me Quran for dummies. Yeah. He told me, he said, he said, anyone you speak to will tell you that the Quran, when translated out of Arabic, like stuff is lost. Yeah. So essentially you are supposed to read it in Arabic if you can. Yeah. I'm not up on my (laughs) Arabic. Okay. So, so which I have read and studied thoroughly and which Muslims align themselves with. You can't argue with that. Yeah. Because if you are the definition of a Muslim is someone who follows the teachings of Islam. But what did she read? Who knows? It, like she didn't read the one. She didn't read it in Arabic. Yep. And if there's stuff that's lost in translation. Now that's according to me. Right. And, and, and my friend Mo who, who said, look, this is, I kind would, of, that totally makes sense. This is kind of how it is. So now she said, contains 109 verses commanding hate, murder, and terrorists against all human beings who refuse to submit or convert to Islam. Well, this also tells me she's never read the fucking Bible. Exactly. Because there's way more verses than that in the fucking Bible. Way more. Killing, genocide, uh, you know, infanticide, all this stuff. It's right there in the Bible. If you do not, uh, uh, was it Matthew something, Matthew 24, um, those who turn away from me will languish in a lake of fire? Yeah. That sounds cozy. Um, yeah. But, so, you know, Morgan wrote in her poem. pestilential, yeah. like all that stuff. Exactly, that, that... yeah. <laughs> she just wants to make it even, right? Since I have no way of discerning which Muslims will try to kill me or not... <laughs> Wow. Um, In the name of their religion that commands it, I choose to err on the side of caution for the safety of me and my patrons. Oh, my God. Yeah. (laughs) What do you say to something like that? Um, Well, I say this. Jan Morgan, you're a bigot. Piece of shit. You're a racist piece of shit. Um, Why don't you read the Bible... And I don't buy that you read the Quran. I think put it right up next to the Quran and all the stuff that she read in the Quran, and put up the Bible right next to it. That would and be then, interesting. And then, hey, and then that's a good make thing. your decision. 
we on should, who we you're going to ban from your gun range. We should reach out to her and I, and ask her which, please list 109 verses. Yeah. Because I can bet you I can find 1,009 verses yeah. in the Bible. Oh, I didn't talk about this before. Um, I showed you. But um, everybody, my wife, as a Christmas present, she bought me uh, the Skeptics Annotated Bible. Um, it's beautiful. It's leather bound. And it's very pretty. I bet you I can find 1,000 in yeah. here. 1,000. Because it lists, it has like a, like 45 pages, just all the contradictions and shit in the back. <laughs> it does all the work for me because I'm lazy. Um, I bet you can find it. I'm going to re- I'm going to, I'm going to try to remember because I always, always, always forget when I say I'm going to do shit like this. I always, always forget. <laughs> so I'm going to try to remember to reach out to Jan Morgan, who's a big asshole racist. Well, just, she said there's, there's 109, however many she said, yeah. uh, verses. So then say, ask her how many verses are in the Bible that say the same thing. Yeah. Because as a Christian, she must have read the Bible. So she must have. If are she, there Christians who have read she, the Bible? If she read, if she read the Quran, I would hope that she read the Bible. Oh yeah, because if she didn't read the, that would make her. But if she's reading the Quran and saying that there's these verses commanding them to kill me, yeah, read the Bible. How many verses are commanding you to kill others, and then decide who's banned from your gun range? First Samuel fifteen three. God orders Joshua to slaughter all the Amalekites. Yep. Dash the blessed are Psalm one, Psalm one twenty seven I think it's blessed are those who dash the babies against the rocks. Yeah. Read your fucking book, Jan fucking bigot Morgan, and decide who's who's banned because yeah. I'd be banning all the Christians and yeah. Um. Hey, do you know who Rick Joyner is? No, he's an asshole. Um. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. So uh, this is um also from uh, the Patheos blogs. Rick Joyner, quote, Trump is the most brilliant person I've ever met. <laughs> he needs to get out more. He needs to get out more. <laughs> he needs to meet some peoples. <laughs> the most brilliant man he's ever met. Yeah. Yep. That's saying something. Wow. Yep. So I like the way Ed writes. He says, bootlicker <laughs> and fellow con artist Rick Joyner um, saw the movie about Winston Churchill and... So for some bizarre reason, sees parallels between <laughs> Winston Churchill and Donald Trump. Uh, they're they're both they're white. Polar opposite. They're both white. I guess. <laughs> yeah, Winston Churchill was a white dude. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. was. But he was smart. Yeah, and how Trump may be the most brilliant person he's ever met. In a video post on his Facebook page yesterday, Joyner said that he is not concerned by Trump's. Uh, undignified speech and lack of decorum because what he is accomplishing is what we should is what should be considered presidential he's accomplishing some of the most amazing things ever really yep yeah what has he accomplished it's been a year i don't know when i met donald trump i was o- I-, I was only in his office uh, I don't know. Um, we might have been talking for an hour or so, or maybe just a few minutes. I don't really remember. <laughs> um, I understood this guy to be incredibly, pardon me, unbelievably brilliant. He may be the most brilliant person I've ever met. All right, whatever. I mean, this is he's just a crackpot. What the fuck? Most brilliant person. Get out more, buddy. Jesus, fuck. What what led him to, to come to that conclusion? I don't know. I don't know. Um, okay, moving on. So, uh, 
this next uh, article comes from <laughs> Christian Week Magazine. They're back. Christian Week Magazine. Shane Eidelman. Uh, and Shane has an important message. Shane uh, wants to, he, wa- he wanted to lay out the four very key characteristics of a faithful Christian. Okay. Okay. Let's see. All right. Although many godly traits are attributed to faithfulness, these four are vitally important. Cleanliness? No. (laughs) (laughs) I can hardly say this with a straight face. Holiness. Holiness. Is a priority. Charles Spurgeon rightly noted. I don't even know who that is. what, What is holiness? I don't know. What is that? I don't know. You bathe in holy water? Swiss cheese. (laughs) That's the only kind of holy I like. Charles Spurgeon, I have no fucking idea who that is, rightly noted, there will be, there will be three effects of nearness to Jesus. Humility, happiness, and holiness. So why aren't those three of his four things? (laughs) I don't understand. You have to ask yourself whether or not you have a rebellious spirit. Okay, and if I do? Well, that's not godly, and it's certainly not holy. Holiness, <laughs> and, and, and the reason holiness is so important, holiness produces faith and spiritual power. Uh, what does that mean? I don't know. I'm, it's like, still, I'm still baffled. Okay, I know what faith is. Yeah. But what is spiritual power? I don't know. What does that endow me with? I don't know. Gives you like, gives you plus one to hit and damage. (laughs) (laughs) The the D&D just sprung right out of me there. Uh, Okay, number two. Allows you to roll natural 20s. Exactly. Uh, Okay, number two. God's word is the source of authority. Okay, that's number two. Yep. They, but he's didn't he say traits? Yeah. Of a good of a good of a good Christian or something. Yeah. Yeah. God's so you, word being final isn't isn't so you a ha- trait. No, I think you have to accept it. So why didn't he say that? I accept don't know. God's word. Hey, you're right. The fucking thing. A faithful Christian is not. <laughs> I didn't read this before because I wanted to be surprised. Um. A faithful Christian is not continually looking for advice outside of God's word. Uh, okay. <laughs> I, uh, what are you... Too often, listen to the holy fuck. Too often, we look to Merrill Lynch for financial advice. <laughs> a local nail salon for marriage counseling. And guys at work about how to prioritize our lives. Look to God for the final say. He is the wonderful counselor. God Listen, says nothing about financial advice. God doesn't say anything. Not a about thing. anything ever. Well, he says a lot of things about. He's a lot an of absentee stuff, but... landlord. <laughs> um, but but he's not going to help you send in your four hundred one k or whatever they call it in the states. Yeah, he said. Uh, okay. Uh, number three. Almost ties into two a little bit. 
your reliance on God's strengths, not man's. God's yep. strengths. Yep, we have to go right to the Bible for this one. So he has he has a set of strengths and, and some bad points too. Well, no, be, oh, so it's like it's like your D and D character, right? Like strength, intelligence, <laughs> wisdom, dexterity, constitution, charisma. Um, wow, that came out too fast. <laughs> well, that's what happens when you've been playing D and D for thirty five fucking years. Um, my grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. 2 Corinthians 12, 9. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. My power is made perfect in weakness. So if you're like weak, then his power is, I don't know. You know what this makes me think of? Uh, it makes me think of an Eddie Murphy skit. Um, if you're starving and somebody gives you a Ritz cracker, yeah. you'll think that's the greatest thing you've ever eaten. You'll be like, no, that was delicious. That was delicious. Right? It was a fucking cracker. Yeah. You're starving. If you're weak, anything is going to sound fucking amazing. Yeah. Come to me when I'm at my best. Come then, at me, bro. Then impress me. Yeah. Impress me when I'm not in a shithole. <laughs> uh, and last but certainly not least, keep his word despite setbacks. Uh, this is all just this, again. It's two A and two B. It's fluff. It's fluff. Faithful Christians keep the course regardless of the storm, regardless of the criticism, regardless of the heat. <laughs> the heat of hell. Yeah, we must teach perseverance. Many theologians are divided on the timing of the rapture. Well, yeah, but yeah, it's like so. Basically, keep his word. So rapture gonna happen. Oh, t- fucking rapture totally didn't happen. Rapture's gonna happen next year. Oh, fucking rapture totally didn't happen. But keep believing. Yep, no matter what. Keep believing. And I fucking, I have to say again, because I fucking hate that in this thing, his is fucking capitalized. Again. Always. Same as God is always capitalized. Fuck. I can understand God being capitalized because it's like a proper name, right? No. Isn't it? Jehovah is God's name, even according to the Bible. So what is God then? God's like, I think God is what um, the people who canonized the book wrote in. Something I did actually read, and I, I've done some research on, um, the, the, the name of God, Jehovah, was om- like when the King James Bible was canonized yeah. in 1611, it was in the Bible over a thousand times. What? Jehovah? Jehovah. Okay. And now it's only in like twice. So now it's like Yahweh. Jehovah got a nickname, I guess. Um, but the same as like in in the in some old text, you would see Yahweh. You'd see Y H W H. Yeah, right. Um, but according to what I've studied, and please send us an email at crash and tell me if I'm wrong. Uh, God's name in the Bible is Jehovah. Okay. So Jehovah's Witnesses got at least one thing right. Yeah. Um, yeah. So those are the four key traits that I don't care about. <laughs> um, no, okay, so this is our last news story. It's good because we're at an hour 22. Um, this is, this is an offer. Okay. Okay, this is a, this is an offer. Uh, this is from, uh, Christian Broadcast Network, Patty Boy, Pat Robertson. Oh, Patty Boy. Yep. Jesus. Um. Why did he die already? Yep. Every great work of God is preceded by prayer. 
and the life-changing blessings that result are beyond description. <laughs> I bet you he's going to describe it. Yeah. Next. <laughs> you can learn to experience miraculous answers to prayer as Pat Robertson shares biblical and personal insights from a lifetime of answered prayer. I wonder if he talked to the guy from Indiana and yeah. got the 10,000 pieces. Okay. A lifetime of answered prayer. Well, his prayers have been answered. He's mega yep. rich. And... CBN has just released a new DVD. Okay. Okay. Why Did do you... they keep putting out stuff that nobody buys? You can... No, this is free. Oh, okay. This is free. Yeah, but nobody wants to put a little disc into a machine and they watch it. They only have suggested donations. Okay. On their website. January salary. No. <laughs> <laughs> Um, in CBN's latest DVD release, Answered Prayer, How to Pray Effectively and See God's Work in Your Life, Pat Robertson is interviewed by Scott Ross. Yada, 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 talks about miraculous answers in his journey through life. This, that, and the other thing. Here are, some, here are some of the things that the DVD will teach you. Yeah. Okay. You will gain key insights on how to access and experience God's favor. 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 <laughs> um, I think it has something to do with giving them money. Uh, that's just a guess. Probably. You can identify the secrets to gaining wisdom and blessing through, pl- through prayer. Okay? You'll learn how the words you speak can affect the prayers you pray. <laughs> How to avoid hindrances to effective prayer that limit God's blessing. What is... uh, (laughs) Somebody put time and effort into this. Yep. And the one thing to never do when waiting for an answer to prayer. Like fuck a dude or something? It's pick pick your nose. No. (laughs) Um, Plus, your faith will be strengthened as you see these inspirational true stories of people who have encountered God and had the life-changing power of prayer revealed to them. Okay, you'll hear stories such as buried by an avalanche, on the verge of financial ruin, and electrocuted by 12,000 volts. That guy stutters a lot. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, okay, so, okay, so, um, buried by an avalanche, somebody rescued him. Yeah. Yeah. On the verge of financial ruin, stopped spending money stupidly. Maybe got a new financial advisor. Did somebody hand them a winning lottery ticket? Yeah. And electrocuted by 12,000 volts. Did something he wasn't supposed to do. <laughs> and then went to the hospital. Yeah. Yeah. But no, listen, Pat's got the real answers here, okay? As you witness God's acts of power in these modern-day miracles, you'll experience a new level of faith, and you'll see God, and you'll see how He can work in your life, too. What will He do for you? The same thing He's always done. Nothing. Fuck all. (sighs) why, why why, Why is it when somebody does something beneficial like changes the way they spend money and brings themselves out of a pit and into 
you know, either prosperous or just treading water. Sure. Um, why would you say that that wasn't of your own doing? Like I said before, take pride yeah, in your take accomplishments, pride in your accomplishments. And, 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 uh, own up to, to your faults. I mean, yeah. if that's something that you did and it's something that you continue to do, continue to struggle with, yeah. that you, that you, you know, you're, you're keeping your head or you're above water here, keeping the numbers in the black. That's a good thing that yeah. you should take pride in. I can do this. Yep. It's not some man up in the sky that's doing it. It's Jesus. Yeah. It's not Jesus. Um, so yeah. So motherfucker. You said his fucking name again. I just, Fuck. I didn't Don't take say it, it again. Already go back. Make my life harder. <laughs> you cause me to drink. Um, okay, well that Jesus, fuck. An hour and twenty eight minutes. <laughs> uh, I just throw together inappropriate words. Jesus fucking Christ. Yeah. Titty fucking Christ. Titty fucking Christ. That's right. Well that's it. That's an hour and twenty eight. That's a long time. Yeah. Well, we made up for uh, missing a couple of weeks there. There you go. Because we had a we had a pretty good we're hour and twenty last week. Uh, were we? Yeah, I think so. Okay. Hour and close to thirty this time. So that's good. Uh, anyway, uh, we should throw back out there some information. So you can email us at the c8rogers.com. Um, if uh, if you're so inclined, I, I see the amount of uh, and I'm I'm speaking now just out of curiosity morbid curiosity i see the amount of i run the analytics i see the amount of downloads that we get please if it's not too much trouble go to itunes and leave a review um my 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 slogan for reviews is five stars or fuck off um <laughs> no, honestly um no, it's, no we, we we, we want to know yeah i'm dying to know we can't and make it better exactly so if there's like man i wish you guys would stop blank insert thing here let us know and i'll be sure to do it more no um but uh, yeah, uh, so drop Don't by the eye. Shut up, you know. Exactly. Like, you know, Dean's annoying. That, Dean's get annoying that voice. Brown guy up. Ain't <laughs> that show. fucking brown guy? Um, so no, but uh, give us a review uh, on the iTunes store, please. That would be greatly appreciated. Uh, also uh, on Twitter uh, at the underscore ca underscore podcast. Um, I've been having some interesting interactions with Ray Comfort uh, of late. Well, mostly Ray Comfort's lackeys. Ray Comfort hasn't condescended to, to reply to me but some of his lackeys have and it's been fun I'm, I'm burning in hell apparently and as far as Ray Comfort's lackeys are concerned yeah banana man also um, the Facebook page just uh, search the Canadian Atheist don't search I found don't search the CA if you search it's the CA else, yeah. somebody else comes up so search the Canadian Atheist uh, you'll always see links on uh, on our pages uh, Dean Roberts and Michael Stewart so you can look uh, there and uh, reach out to us, uh, interact with us, because uh, that's fun too. So, I guess that's it. That's it for now. So we'll be back uh, at you next week with another uh, bit of uh, debauchery. But until then, uh, thanks for listening. And I have been Michael. I have been Dean. And we will see you later. Later. Bye bye. Bye. This has been the CA. Thanks for listening. If you like what you heard, please drop by the iTunes store and give us a review and subscribe to get the latest episodes as soon as they release. Just a reminder, the views expressed on this broadcast are solely those of the hosts and are for entertainment purposes only. Never take advice from two guys expressing an opinion on a podcast. That's just silly. See you back here soon.